The WBEN All Local. All Local. Produced by Randy Bushover. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mazarowski. How do you like that? You know what? They're fine. They Stuck went exploring. The Let them explore. The kids. Yeah. They had a phone. They were able to reach somebody. They're fine. Uh, rainy outside right now and uh, not feeling all that bad, uh, even with the showers. 43 degrees currently in Buffalo. Governor Kathy Hochul is proposing a crackdown on illegal pot shops. A bill proposed by the governor yesterday would increase fines and tax penalties for unlicensed dispensaries selling marijuana in the state. Violators could face fines of $200,000 for illicit plants or products, and businesses could be fined $10,000 a day for selling cannabis without a license. It comes as lawmakers have been grappling with the surge in unlicensed weed shops since recreational marijuana became legal just about two years ago. Only a handful of legal dispensaries have opened across the state in that time. The slow rollout leading to what you see on main streets across the state. A Buffalo police sniper rifle fell off the top of a building on Delaware and Allen during Sunday's St. Patrick's Day parade. The incident is under investigation, and luckily no one was injured. But people still want to know, how does that happen? Here's WBEN's Tom Puckett. I think what you saw was truly just an accident. Former Buffalo Police Captain Jeff Ronaldo believes a gust of wind caught the rifle while an officer turned around Sunday. Weapons are never uh, put in a position where they're truly unattended. Um, I think this was just a freak accident, and thankfully nobody was injured. Ronaldo says tethers are used by officers in a crowded situation, but not on the roof of the building where crowds don't generally gather. He adds rifles are meant to not go off if accidentally dropped. Well, again, generally those weapons are ready in the safe condition until they're actually needed. Um, so it would be presumably a situation where that weapon would not be readily capable of being picked up and discharged. Hear the full conversation online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News. Barricades surrounding the Manhattan courthouse as the DA investigates whether the former president, Donald Trump's alleged hush money to porn star Stormy Daniels, broke campaign spending laws. This is Trump takes a swing at Governor Ron DeSantis after the Florida governor knocked him in an interview. Jacqueline Lee reporting from Washington. Sources say at least one more witness may be called before the grand jury decides whether to indict Trump. In the meantime, Trump is lashing out at Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, his expected rival in the 2024 presidential race. Trump calling him an average governor, criticizing DeSantis' record on COVID and education, and writing, Ron DeSantis is not working for the people of Florida as he should be. He's too busy chatting with a ratings challenge TV host from England, desperately trying to rescue his failing campaign. All right, Jacqueline Lee reporting from Washington. TikTok CEO set to defend his company in front of Congress today as the app faces a potential ban in the U.S. Lawmakers and TikTok users speaking out ahead of today's testimony. We can solve the issues without taking away something so precious to us all. Some argue their small businesses would close without the exposure the app has given them. But one Republican lawmaker fired back with this response. Those influencers, Congressman, who it's their livelihood, what's your message to them? I'll find another job. Opponents of the app say TikTok poses a serious threat to national security. The Chinese-owned company collects users' data, including biometric information. Critics worry that data could be handed over to China's government. That's Justin Finch. We'll be talking more 
about this TikTok CEO appearance today in Congress later on this morning. All right. Well, later on tonight, Bruce Springsteen takes the stage at KeyBank Center. It's a show that made nationwide headlines for sky-high prices. Remember that? But Springsteen, far from the only concert you might be digging deep into your pockets to go see. WBEN's Brayton Wilson looks at if high prices for shows should be considered the new norm. When tickets first went on sale, many fans experienced some sticker shock with the pricing as a result of the dynamic pricing system. This newer system for ticket pricing is a way for companies to sell tickets to shows that adjust the price of tickets in real time, depending on levels of demand. The same goes for other notable acts like Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, and several others, with prices for concert tickets going through the roof of the box office and other places like Ticketmaster. The bad news for many concert goers and fans of these artists is these higher prices Prices for tickets are likely to stay for the long haul. As long as people keep buying tickets, I don't know how high they could possibly go. With the Taylor Swift show, we've seen tickets in the thousands of dollars. You know, our clients are just in awe at the ticket prices. We talk to people all day long looking for Morgan Wallen, looking for Taylor Swift. Those two shows in particular have astronomical prices at the box office. It's maddening for some of the fans that are buying concert tickets these days, but unfortunately it seems like it's here to stay. That's Nick Giamuso, owner of VIPTix.com. Rob Lucas from our sister station, Star 102.5, feels that until artists start performing to half-empty stadiums across the nation, the way ticket pricing is done Done will not change. I've never seen a summer, at least maybe in a decade, where you've got Springsteen, Taylor Swift, Beyonce, Ed Sheeran, all doing arena and stadium shows at the same time, all selling out. And they're touring differently from this point of view. Taylor Swift is playing Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, four days off. Ed Sheeran's doing the same thing. The money comes in so quickly now where artists don't have to beat and batter their bodies. The days I think of artists doing five shows in seven days, those days may be over. More on the future of Concert ticket pricing is available for you online. Brayton Wilson, WBEN.com News. Here to stay, it sounds like. Yeah, high price. Well, at least as long as people, I mean, how can you say that they're overpriced if the arena is still full of people? Right. I mean, there was everybody who could possibly buy a ticket paid those prices for. Right now, um, you know, there's still some seats available. They opened up a lot of uh, new seats for the show tonight. But resale tickets, uh, you can get into the arena for around $100, which is certainly off of what you were hearing when they first went on sale. Um, It's confusing more so than, you know, it used to be a lineup. There was a price. Right. You paid the price, and you had the ticket in your hand, and now it's just gotten a lot more confusing with technology, I think. It's crazy now. It used to be everybody paid about the same price, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wildly That's different nowadays. Not at all, right. Canisius Hockey in the spotlight tonight. They're in the NCAA tournament for the first time since 2013. The Griffs are the number 16 seed going up against number one seed, Minnesota. The game is in Fargo, North Dakota. It's on ESPN2 at 9 tonight. A number of Sabres prospects and first-round NHL draft picks will be playing as well. Yeah, Ryan uh, Johnson, one of the Sabres picks playing in that uh, for... Minnesota, not for Canisius, but all of us will be rooting for the Griffs later on tonight to pull off the upset. It would be a big one. I I mean, a really big one if that happens. And how about this? The end of the line for the Chevy Camaro. GM says it's going to stop producing the current generation early next year. The current sixth generation Camaro introduced in 2016. Done well on the racetrack, but sales have been tailing off in recent years. GM says the last of the 2024 model year Camaros 
will come off the assembly line in Michigan in January. I mean, you know, big name, but as far as car sales now, I yeah, not, not I, so I don't much. know how it stacks up. That it's, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it, the like new, you know, current generation Camaro. I think it's an ugly car. It's it's nothing <laughs> it's like not the favorite. classic, right? No, it's I had not a Camaro in the early eighties. Okay. It was a stick. Oh well that That made it you should uh, bring it back. No yeah, one's stealing that I car. Know. Um right. but that's that's pretty cool. I mean the old Camaros looked yeah. very cool. I just the new generation ones. I agree. They're not the chargers, you know, those the Dodge uh, charger they brought back. Right. And that has like a cool look to it. The Camaro just I don't know, it never really Hit me the same. I totally agree. But last chance. If you wanted one over the last few years. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Mostly cloudy with rain and fog today. Early highs in the low 50s. Temperatures drop later today. Tonight, partly cloudy and chilly. Overnight lows near 30. Mix of sun and clouds. Low to mid 40s on Friday. Windy with rain likely on Saturday. Temperatures in the mid to upper 50s. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Kowski. And joining us on the line from VIPTix.com, Nick Giamuso. We're talking about ticket prices because tonight Bruce Springsteen takes the stage at Key Bank Center and it made a lot of headlines for uh, those prices, variable pricing and uh, those, I mean, people were paying hundreds if not thousands of dollars to get in for this show. Nick, thanks so much for being with us this morning. Sky high prices, I mean, it's not just Bruce Springsteen we're talking about anymore, is it? No, I mean, uh, it seems like uh, dynamic pricing has uh, really put a dent in uh, the fans and uh, the overall experience. Not to mention um, sky high prices at the box office. And you're right; it's it's not just for Bruce Springsteen. It's for Taylor Swift, Morgan Wallen. A lot of a lot of the shows are uh, are using dynamic pricing, and uh, people are people. The demand is there, and the artists can can make a lot of money and and they are choosing to do so and really it's the concert goers who are to blame right because we're buying those tickets if there's if uh, they weren't selling they wouldn't do it right you're, you're right susan and you know the demand is there and uh it's their they're, they're sometimes their favorite artist and, and they want to they want to see the show and uh you know you got to pony up and, and and pay the prices these days it's just it's leaving fans feeling confused, frustrated, angry, even resentful. And uh, it's, it's not a good on-sale experience like, like we were used to maybe when we were younger or waking up on a Saturday morning to, to see fixed prices. On the price point, you know, being where it is right now, I think over the past couple of years, there were a lot of uh, reasonable explanations for why things got so expensive. You know, people, there was pent up demand after a year or maybe longer of not having any concerts or anything to go. So people were just willing to spend all their money, right, to go out and have those experiences yeah. that they missed so much. There was artists who had a year off of touring, not making any money, uh, if any, who might have wanted to make that up. You know, it's not just them, it's the road crew. And and everyone else who lost wages during 2020. But now as we get further along, it seems like it's just, well, high prices because we can. Yeah, and, and I think you're right. 
You know, uh, people ask me all the time, you know, what is dynamic pricing? What's going on with, with ticket prices these days? Everywhere I go, it just seems to be the topic of conversation. And, uh, you know, it's a just strategy used by Ticketmaster or, or the box office where ticket prices are adjusted and in response to that demand. And as long as that demand is there and people keep paying, you know, we're going to be uh, you're going to be having uh, high ticket prices. I, it's not just dynamic pricing, though, is it? Um, you know, that's certainly one of the ways that these tickets go for thousands of dollars, you know, right when they go on sale. But I, I've bought tickets for other shows um, that don't have dynamic pricing, and it's way more expensive. Um, you know, My Morning Jacket is uh, coming into town. They're a band that a couple of years ago, or the last time they were here, maybe it was like 2018, 2017, it was $12 to see them. They've released no new music. The ticket is sixty dollars flat, you know, to go and see them this time yeah. around. I mean, it's it's just a jump, no matter what the pricing model. Yeah, and, and you know, the artists have increased costs too. You know, with inflation, um, they they've got costs, whether it's security or production. Um, their costs have increased significantly, and uh, they're a business. And uh, if they can if they can get it, or we live in a capitalist capitalist world. And uh, if they can get it, you know, why not? And uh, they have every right. They're the ones that are out there sweating and doing the work on stage. And, uh, again, if we keep buying tickets, they're just going to they're gonna keep those prices high. You know, Nick, if, if you're one of those angry, frustrated fans who, you know, hate this, are you better off waiting until maybe the day of a concert to see what's available? Well, yeah, I, you know, these days it just doesn't make sense to to purchase tickets. Those a those a list those a list artists like Bruce Springsteen, Taylor Swift, you know, they can command those prices, and in majority of the time, the prices are going to hold up because of the demand. But there's many of those shows um, like Brian Adams, Brooks and Dunn. Um, there's a lot. There are a lot of shows that prices will just come down if you're patient. And it just doesn't make sense to, to purchase early on in, in my eyes. And, and I, I look at prices for shows every day throughout the country. And it seems like prices for the majority of shows, probably 75, 80% of them, prices will come down as we get closer to show date. Is Are the days gone of the 25 to $30 ticket? I feel like that used to be a sweet spot where I'd find, I would expect most of the shows I go to, small clubs, to be priced around that. Now it seems like you either have high-end, you know, like Bruce Springsteen tonight, you have tickets that are $55 or more, like those are the club shows now, and then, you know, you still have like 5 or $10 uh, get-in-the-door shows too, but that $25, $30 ticket, does that still even exist? Yeah, I I don't think it exists with major acts. It's just their costs are just too high. But, you know, I think places like the smaller venues are, are going to do out do really well. In my mind, um, with ticket prices being so high, how many shows can fans really afford to attend? You know, that's that's the question on my mind is, is how much of anyone's salary can you devote to entertainment when food, gas, your rent – and your overall living expenses are so expensive. So I, I feel like there's going to be a breaking point for many fans, and it's inevitable that people will be seeing less shows, and they will pick and choose. And, you know, that's how 
that's how I see it. And that's the, the reality of it. But I think places like the smaller venues, like the town ballrooms, I think, I think they're going to end up doing really well because it's affordable. It's a night out and it's live music and let's go out. Yeah. I think you're right that people are going to be more selective you know, and what yeah. they decide to, to buy for. One thing you don't want to do tonight, though, if you're at the Bruce Springsteen concert, is ask people around you what they paid, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, you could be sitting next to somebody that paid more or less from you. You, you almost don't want to ask because you're going to offend them if you, if you paid less. <laughs> and you're going to piss them off if, if uh, they, they paid more than you. So, uh, yeah, or it might be a fun way to pass the time if you're waiting for the boss to take the stage. I, I don't know yeah, the you way know. you're putting it. Um, all right, so you have uh, Bruce Springsteen. Sold out tonight, and uh, they'll have hopefully fans will enjoy themselves and have a memorable night. You uh, can see him. You can go on the floor. You know that general admission right in front of the stage. It's uh, a little over four hundred dollars, which is I can't imagine personally paying that to see just about anybody. Who is the yep. one touring act for you, Nick, that's worth plopping down that kind of money for? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't think of anybody that I would really spend that much money on. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a soccer fan, so maybe it's the World Cup. But, again, it's, you know, it's <laughs> – I'm selective, and I think fans – are going to be a lot more selective when, when you're dealing with these sky-high prices. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.